Right, action. There we go. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Bitchin' Brew, a podcast about music, life, and everything in between. I am your host, Danny Randon, and this is episode number 39. Uh, thank you very much for, for listening, first of all, wherever, however, whenever you're listening. Um, and it's been a while since episode number 38. Um, I, I say it's been a while. It's only actually really been a few weeks, but it feels it feels like a lifetime, I'll be honest. I think that's mainly because festival season was just fucking mad for the for the podcast mad in like the the best of ways um you know obviously we did we did slam dunk and then we did 2000 trees and then we did arc tangent as well it's the most uh, it's the busiest festival season for for bitch and brew uh, thus far um in the three and a half years that this podcast has existed and uh, I mean, man, I I loved every second of it, but God, I was I was knackered. I dread to think what it would have been like if I'd gone to Download Festival and Reading and Leeds on top of all the other festivals that I went to. I'd probably be more, even more of a, a sort of a gibbering wreck than I already am, uh, which is which is not good. So uh, thank you very much for your patience while I sort of take some time away just to kind of rest and reflect and recharge the batteries a little bit, um, which I certainly felt like I needed to do. Um, a couple of weeks ago, so uh, I'm here now. I'm coming to you from uh, the lovely, warm surroundings of my kitchen uh, at Bitchin HQ on the south coast of the UK, and I'm coming to you today with uh, a little bit of a different episode from the norm of Bitchin Brew. Not that there really is ever much of a norm on this podcast, anyway, but let's go with it. This is um, a solo episode, this solo endeavour. Um, I know we've kind of played around with me just talking for uh, hours and hours on end before on the, not hours but you know like extended periods of time where it's just me and no guests um, and I thought I'd play around with that a little bit more um, because on September 30th which is just a few days away at the time of recording this um, it is International Podcast Day um, it's something I've not massively sort of made a conscious effort to celebrate in the past. Um, I think the growing popularity of podcasts means that it's becoming a more significant celebration. And, you know, I am a podcast fan, obviously, um, as well as as well as a podcast creator. I listen to podcasts almost, almost as much as I listen to music at this point. Um, and because um, this is kind of the first... Uh, International Podcast Day um, that I'm sort of celebrating by doing this episode. Um, I wanted to kind of take the opportunity to highlight some of the podcasts that have been uh, massively entertaining and often inspiring uh, to me, um, have provided huge inspiration in places, um, as as we will go into. Um, I wanted to highlight... Uh, podcasts that like Bitch and Brew are either kind of DIY or you know sort of just uh, you know moderately independent ventures, um, as well as podcasts that kind of 
may fly onto the radar a little bit. I'd imagine if you are sort of an avid podcast listener that there's maybe a couple of shows uh, in this list of 10 that I've put together that you may have heard of, you may listen to on a regular basis, uh, in which case you have phenomenal taste. But I'm hoping that this um, this gives you some new stuff to go away and listen to uh, while, I, while I continue to recharge my batteries and uh, eventually reconvene with Brad to do the bitch and review. And we should probably review so uh, we should probably record, I should say, uh, some more chats with some interesting people about music and life and everything in between um, at some point. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, I wanted to give you some uh, some recommended listening uh, in the form of these 10 bitchin' podcasts, brackets, that aren't mine, close brackets, because that would be be a bit full of myself to just go, oh, number one, bitch and brew. Um, I mean, we all know that anyway. Um, another thing I wanted to say as well, uh, when I started bitch and brew um, three and a half years ago, uh, I had barely scratched the surface on podcasts. I was listening, I could probably count the, you know, number of podcasts that I was listening to uh, on one hand. Um, I'd barely scratched the surface and even, you know, even then I, um, you know, I I still don't think I have scratched the surface on podcasts is what I mean to say. Um, as you will tell over the course of this episode, the podcast mainly sort of fall into three primary categories. Um, they're things, all things that I love. Obviously, I'm not listening to uh, uh, to podcasts about things that I hate uh, for the most part. Um, and uh, yeah, those those kind of categories are it seems very obvious. But music, um, there are so, what one, two, three, four music podcasts I'm going to be talking about today. There's a couple of movie ones because you know I love my films, I really do. Brad loves his films as well. My co-host of the Bitch and Review, um, and uh, I love movie podcasts as well. Especially um, in the last year or so, I've really gotten into my movie podcasts. So I've got a couple of those. I wanted to shout out. On this episode and this one seems kind of inevitable I, I hear some of you sighing already but I am a pro wrestling fan so I picked a couple of, of wrestling oriented podcasts as well because um, I know some of you out there are uh, deep down wrestling fans of the graps as well and and good on you it's the one true sport and, and fuck the rugby <laughs> god I can't I can't say that that's really bad um but yeah you know I, I don't really listen to sort of narrative based podcasts unless you count like the the creepy pastor episodes on last podcast on the left which are fucking hilarious um and yeah as i mentioned these are all kind of relatively independent podcasts or sort of under the radar podcasts that you may not have heard of at this point or you may have even heard of but just not taken the time to listen to i didn't just want to uh, make this an opportunity to go, hey, you should listen to the Joe Rogan experience, because obviously Joe Rogan's brilliant at what he does, but he's one of the most famous podcasters in the world, or, you know, I didn't want to go, oh, you should listen to Destruction Pieces with Scroobius Pip. We all know how brilliant Scroobius Pip is as, as a podcaster and um, as a man of many talents and how great his podcast is and how great Adam Buxton's podcast is and, you know, I mentioned them already, how absolutely brilliant the last podcast on the left is and, oh God, who else? The the Empire movie podcast, which I'm hopefully going to go and see uh, being recorded live in Brighton in a couple of weeks' time. I'm stoked for that. These are all, you know, 
brilliant podcast and I don't want to kind of belittle that for one moment on this. Um, you know, I just wanted to uh, use this platform to promote some podcasts that you may not have heard of at this point. So um, without further ado, let's get right into it. The first of the 10 bitching podcasts that I wanted to talk about is a music one. Felt like the best place to start. I mean, I really couldn't start anywhere else, bearing in mind we referenced this podcast on pretty much every episode of the Bitchin' Review. Um, and when I say reference, I mean pretty much just rip them off. Um, it is a weekly alternative music podcast called Riot Act. So Riot Act is brought to you uh, every Friday by the brilliant hosting duo that is Stephen Hill and Renfrey Debman, two absolutely exceptional uh, music writers and and broadcasters as well. Stephen Hill, uh, you may know as one of the original co-hosts of the podcast That's Not Metal, um, and uh, before that he was a host on Team Rock Radio, and he also did the Metal Hammer podcast for quite a you know decent amount of time as well um Renfrey also did a little stint on that's not metal um but he's probably more well known at this point for his writing he was basically the number one rock and metal guy at the independent for quite a long time and now he's writing for uh publications including metal hammer and loads of others that I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Sorry, Renfrey. But um, together they speak about alternative music in just all its glory. It's not just a rock and metal podcast, uh, which is kind of what they've done before. Um, it runs the gamut of that ambiguous uh, genre that is uh, alternative music. Um, it follows a typical format um, usually starts with uh, the big talking points in the world of alternative music uh, before going into a few uh, live reviews because they quite often go out to a lot of gigs um, and then they do about four or five uh, album or EP reviews uh, each episode and uh, quite often they'll do a feature at the end called Trade Off where they give each other um, an album that they've not heard before that they their co-host hasn't heard before and it's uncovered some some hidden gems that's for sure it's also uncovered some albums that uh, I among many other listeners are probably shocked that they'd not heard at that point um, and then on top of that they do a bunch of stuff for their Patreon pledges uh, things like the writer's review which is uh, features on albums picked by the people who pledge um, as well as interviews with the likes of God, who they had in the past. They've had Devin Townsend on. That was that was a sick chat, actually. Uh, Soupy from the Wonder Years, Winston McCall from Parkway Drive. They've had loads of guests on in the past, um, and they've only been going for probably just over a year at this point. Um, it's a little bit longer than that. It's maybe closer to eighteen months. But uh, that aside, I really trust Steve and Renfrey's judgment when it comes to. The wonderful but saturated world uh, of sort of contemporary alternative music. There is just so much music out there, uh, so much new music, and it's such a struggle to kind of keep up with absolutely everything going on. So, you know, Steve and Renfrey to me are a pair of tastemakers that highlight the albums that, for better or worse, 
are worth giving my time to, what little time I have uh, left in, uh, most days. Um, what I love about Riot Act is just the way they, uh, you know, the, the way they feel about music and art and the way they convey those feelings is just so compelling and also very intelligent um just recently they reviewed tools long-awaited new album fear inoculum i know we are yet to cover it on the bitch and review don't worry brad and i haven't forgotten that we've been listening to it uh pretty heavily it's it's an album that really demands multiple listens obviously we won't give too much away about what we think of the album just yet um but the uh, riot act review of fear inoculum went for over an hour I mean, I wouldn't really expect anything less. One, because it's such a, a complex and long-awaited album, like I said, but also Taller, Steve's favourite band of all time. So I knew he was going to waz off um, about it for... To be honest, he could have gone on about it for, I think, about four to five hours. Uh, but that would have been a very, very long podcast indeed. So I'm glad they kind of drew the line out. Uh, I think it was like an hour and ten minutes in the end. Um, but, you know, they're, they're very intelligent. They're, they're sort of... Highly analytical, then they're at no point pretentious. I think that's a very important point to make. They don't go, uh, you know, too far up their own asses um, at any point. They don't go up their asses at all, to be honest. Um, and they're also incredibly funny, especially Steve. He has a kind of background as a stand-up comedian, and um, he really uses that to his advantage. The, you know, both of them, the banter they throw back and forth is brilliant. And you know, both Steve and Renfrey have this incredible chemistry. Brad and I have often agreed that it's a chemistry that we have uh, often tried to emulate something similar uh, to, um, you know, trying very, very hard not to just kind of rip them off entirely and trying to do our own thing. But, um, you know, there's there's no denying that Riot Act has been a massive inspiration during my time um, as a podcaster. And um, I'm very uh, fortunate to have met Stephen Renfrey on multiple occasions. And I'm just extremely grateful for the wisdom and the influence that they have uh, both provided directly uh, to my face and um, and indirectly as well just as being a devoted listener of the podcast that will listen to right act every week without fail um, I also know Steve if if you are listening I also know I do owe you a pint after you bought me one at slam dunk and I will get you that point at some point thank you very much mate um so that's riot act and you can listen to that what i'll do uh, you can listen to riot act and all the other podcasts i'm going to be um talking about today you can listen to all of them on spotify that's how i listen to my podcast personally i know you everyone else has their podcast platform of of uh, preference uh, but what i'll do is i'll put a link to listen to the podcasts uh, in the description uh, of this episode and hopefully you can listen to it on your platform of choice uh, so yeah let's start that's uh, started things off with riot act let's go to a movie one next movie so who do i think i am austin powers fucking hell the first movie podcast that i'll be talking about um is actually the first movie podcast that i ever listened to um some of you may have heard this podcast or the genesis of it um as it was originally part of the 
uh, that's not metal brand extension uh, before kind of going independent um, and that is straight outer popcorn um, it's a weekly podcast hosted by Matt Hayday uh, Emma Van Deutz and Harris Alley now uh, depending on your you know position within the music industry if you have one at all uh, you may well recognize those names they're all sort of very well-respected people in the music industry. Uh, M and Harris are both uh, publicists, you know, PRs, uh, doing huge things for alternative music. And I believe Matt, you know, Matt's the only one I've actually not met in person, but I I believe Matt works um, in events in some capacity. Um, But uh, yeah, they they are all all sort of very well-respected in the the music industry, like I said. But um, another thing they have in common is they just fucking love movies. Um, And so every every week they you know regardless of how long a week it's been for them uh, they'll sit down and they'll grab a mic and they'll hit record and they'll just start uh, start sort of shooting the shit about tv and about movies and what they end up with is an excellent uh, conversational podcast uh, much like right act it for- follows a um, sort of a very similar format format to right act uh, it starts off with you know discussing the big things happening in the in the world of movies and tv the big sort of uh, news stories um, before going into some reviews both emma and matt i believe have one of those cine world unlimited cards so they're going to the movies all the time um, and so, you know, often review a good few new movies, to be honest. Um, they'll take a bunch of questions. I have often uh, asked them some fairly silly questions on the podcast, to be honest. And they've very kindly given Bitch and Brew a bloody good shout out uh, on a few of their episodes, which is very, very kind of them. Um, and then they'll finish off uh, quite often with a look back at a, at a classic movie. I use classic in sort of... Um, verbal inverted commas because sometimes it's uh, yeah it's status as a classic movie can be questioned sometimes um, in movie club um, so you know it's it's quite often that that's the that's the format of straight out of popcorn it's quite often prefaced with tons of uh, you know talk tangential talk about their lives uh, both sort of uh, inside and outside of the music industry um so that's another really sort of cool thing about straight out popcorn if you if you love music there's there's tons of crossover there um and they've had some really really cool guests in the past uh, including uh, Liam Cormier from Cancer Bats Winston again from Parkway Drive um they've had Remfrey from Riot Act uh, on the podcast before that was awesome and i remember actually one of the early episodes of straight out popcorn when they did akira for movie club it was the first time i'd watched uh, akira before was because it was on movie club on straight out popcorn and i wanted to kind of join in with it all i remember they got someone really high up at manga uh, for an interview i can't remember his name off the top of my head and he's some sort of uh yeah he's he's uh, really sort of high up in the uk branch of manga so it was really cool that they get guests like that on there and and long may it continue um the thing is with straight out popcorn if you if you just love movies um, and you want a really accessible podcast where you, you know, where you don't have to be a a movie nerd 
to listen. You don't need to know everything about what goes into the sort of the production of movies and you don't need to know about all the theories and themes and what have you. I think, uh, you know, if you're looking for something like that, Straight Out Popcorn is just a great place to start. I mean, like I said, that's what I did. Um, and, you know, as a result, M kind of recommended me another film called podcast that we're going to be chatting about in a little bit as well. Um, but the awesome thing about Straight Out Popcorn is it's really easy to listen to. And again, it's so funny. Um, Harris, I believe, also had um, some experience in the past as a stand-up comedian. I know he's been toying with the idea of getting back into it, and if you're listening, mate, do it, because I'm dying to see you do some stand-up live. Um, And yeah, I really do need to get the Straight Outta Popcorn gang uh, on Bitchin' Brew at some point. It's been talked about loads of times before, we've just never been able to get the diaries together, and I feel really bad, actually. I was invited to go and be a part of their uh, Avengers Endgame spoiler special uh, earlier this year and then I quite ashamedly had to tell them that I haven't even seen half of the of the MCU at this point. I hadn't even seen at that point Captain America Civil War or even you know like Infinity War. I haven't even seen like Ant-Man and Doctor Strange and like Thor Ragnarok and shit. I'm that far behind on the uh, on the MCU. I have seen both Guardians of the Galaxy films though and they're fucking awesome. But yeah, um, really, really want to collaborate with those guys soon and do some sort of movie music mashup type thing because uh, they are just fucking awesome. It's straight out of popcorn. Um, so go and check that out. Uh, right, we've done a music one. We've done a movie one. Uh, why don't we do a pro wrestling one? Yeah, why not? The first wrestling podcast I'm going to be talking about kind of transcends uh, the the status of podcast um, for reasons I'll go into and it gives you stuff on pretty much a daily basis at this point um, and that's Cultaholic. Now if you are a pro wrestling mark such as myself first of all well done you you've recognised uh, pro wrestling for the absolute art form uh, that it is um, and uh, yeah if you are a mark then the title of Cultaholic uh, may just ring your bell pun fully intended there, I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, Cultaholic um, is perhaps better known um, as a YouTube channel, a very popular YouTube channel actually. They've got, I think they're nearing 500,000 subscribers, which is awesome for them because they've not been going for too long now. I think they've only been going a couple of years, so really awesome to see that they're getting that level of attention. And, um, you know, if you uh, if you don't know Coldholic at this point, they provide both uh, news and uh, sort of opinion and commentary, if you will, um, on the weird and wonderful world of uh, wrestling. Um, it's often very funny. Um, it's just my number one news source um, when it comes to, to wrestling because there is so much wrestling going on in the world. It, you know, if you think um, it's just sort of WWE and maybe, you know, a bit of like the Japanese wrestling, um, oh, you, you, you couldn't be more wrong because there is just so much wrestling going on. Um, they don't go too far into the sort of 
you know, in, into the indies. They mainly focus on the big brands in professional wrestling, like I say, WWE, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, AEW, um, Ring of Honor, that sort of thing. Uh, Impact Wrestling as well. Uh, so it's a really great way to catch up with what's happening um, across all of those across all of those brands and divisions. Um, and they also do some great features like. Uh, countdowns of the greatest pay-per-views like uh, the you know every Wrestlemania ranked from worst to best that sort of thing um you know the best elimination chamber matches uh they do a brilliant where are they now uh segment with the superb what happened to that wrestler song from their own Adam Pacitti um which never ceases to make me laugh and entertain me massively um and they'll also do things like uh, pay-per-view prediction contests and uh, subsequent punishment videos for the for the poor poor loser um of the predictions contest i mean there, there have been some brilliant punishments in the past. I think what a personal favourite. I know everyone loves the one where they sent um, Adam Pacitti to on a on a mega bus journey from Newcastle all the way to Amsterdam, only to send him back on another mega bus all the way to Newcastle um, about half an hour later. It that was incredible. But I also love the one where they sent him on a mega bus. Uh, down to uh, Birmingham from Newcastle, um, about an eight-hour uh, journey altogether, um, and he had to go and stay in the uh, worst hotel in Britain. It was fucking hilarious. You need to watch it, honestly. I mean, I've I've just uh, only talked about their YouTube channel at this point um, because then there's the the weekly podcast. Um, you know, it's it's done in both video and audio format, so you can kind of listen to it in whatever sort of situation you're in, or watch it if that's your preference. And it just gives you almost everything you could want from a wrestling podcast. Um, and and like I said, that's just the YouTube channel. That that is a huge amount of of, of content, for want of a better phrase. Um, but you know, the reason they're in this list is because they've really flourished beyond that YouTube channel. Um, and into the world of podcasts recently. I think that's really been helped uh, by the addition of Tom Campbell to the team, uh, who is just a phenomenal broadcaster, full of personality, but super professional as well. I believe he has a history in, in regional radio, and you can really tell that from the way he presents himself, um, and not in like a, a sort of ridiculously, annoyingly cheesy way. Yes, he's cheesy, but it works so well for him. Um, now, Tom has uh, really brought the podcast side of Coldholic alive with a selection of mini podcasts, which he does, uh, you know, sort of on the regular. There's Wrestling Curiosity, Curiosity, sorry, Curiosities. What the fuck is that? Anyway, uh, Wrestling Curiosities, I should say, uh, which is um, a sort of weekly history show. Uh, so it's brought to light some amazing things about, you know. Abraham Lincoln stint as a as a wrestler and uh, you know loads of stuff about wrestling in the in the Greek era in the ancient in the era of ancient Greece um, and then things like Desert Island Graps which as you can imagine from the title is basically like Desert Island Discs but where professional wrestlers and um, and popular figures within the world of professional wrestling, people like Mike Quackenbush from Shikara and Colt Cabana, pick their uh, favourite matches of all time, or, or matches that they'll that they'll watch if stranded on a desert island, I guess. Um, 
then he's also Tom has also offered retrospectives on classic pay-per-views um, and classic episodes of Raw and Smackdown it's especially handy for me more on that a little bit later on as I talk about another wrestling podcast um, but you know beyond you know Cold Cultaholic really is just it's beyond a podcast and it's beyond a YouTube channel at this point it's really become um, a media brand it's probably one of the more recognizable brands among this this list of podcasts um, but really I, I think I just res- I respect their journey so much and their undying passion and their ability to turn their passion for pro wrestling into I think they basically do it for a living now the group of them um, and it's just perfect for you whatever level of wrestling fandom you're on whether you're a casualing wrestling, uh, casual wrestling fan um, or an absolute diehard mark um, Codholic will do something for you and um, they're just great to be honest, they're just great. So that's Cultaholic. Go and watch their YouTube channel, but also go and listen to their podcast for all the brilliant stuff that, that Tom Campbell does on there. Right, let's bring it back to music now, um, especially for the people who are very patient uh, as I as I mark out about pro wrestling. Um, next person I want to talk about is, is a close friend of the podcast and, and just of mine in general. Um, his name is Tim Birkbeck and he hosts and produces a sensational uh, weekly music podcast called Just an Insight. Uh, now, Tim and I have uh, a lot in common. Tim's also based on the South Coast here. We actually, I think the first time we met was um, just after I'd interviewed Jamie Lemon for the podcast and just before he was about to interview Jamie, Jamie Lemon. And I think I actually went over on my interview time and went into his interview time. I don't know if that is actually the the accurate version of the story, but uh, you know we've we've become close friends ever since anyway. So um, I'm very I'm very very grateful for that and that he's not held that against me. Um, but yeah, Tim Tim and I do have a lot in common. We both kind of come from a background of journalism. Um, he is still actually a, a journalist. I've, I've since quit the game of regional news journalism. Um, but yeah, when he's not uh, working really, really hard on being a reporter, um, he has a load of really interesting chats with really interesting musicians. Um, I love how Tim has developed uh, the concept behind just an insight over time uh, we've probably been going for a similar amount of time to be honest but um, yeah he's he's really strengthened the format of the podcast especially over the last year um, and what's interesting about that concept is it revolves around the sort of questions that I think music journalists are now a little bit afraid to ask uh, there are, maybe, maybe it's afraid the right word, I'm not sure. I think it's the kind of thing that musicians might expect you to uh, look up in preparation for the interview so that more time is spent on the present because it kind of looks um, at the musician's past and, you know, it kind of, just an insight, isolates those those talking points about who are your influences? How did you get into playing music? Who was your first band? Where was your first gig? Um, you know, stuff that I think has actually been, uh, you know, wrongly undervalued uh, when it comes to when it comes to 
music interviews and as a result I, th- I think it just makes for a really great listen I was looking through the the list of uh, guests that Tim has had recently and it is just ridiculous um, he's had Jeremy Bohm from Touche Amore um, he's had members of Carbomb and Can't Swim he had Lingua Ignota on recently which is you know um, Kristen from Lingua Ignota is uh, creating an absolute frenzy in the sort of extreme underground scene right now. Um, but he's also had Employed to Serve on, several members of Employed to Serve and Svalbard. He's had Gouger Way on. He's had Jamie Lemon on, as I mentioned earlier. Um, he's had a member of Entombed on as well, Drug Church, um, Ithaca. Oh my God. Okay, he's had Alexis from, from Daughters um, on the podcast. That was a fantastic episode. Um, and... Uh, oh yeah, he's had me on a couple of times as well. He's had me and Brad on. Um, I'm very, very grateful. Uh, it's the only podcast I think on this list which I can actually say I've been on not once but twice, um, both to review uh, 2000 Trees from last year and and then Slam Dunk from this year. Um, and both times, Tim has just been the loveliest of hosts. Um, now, I know what you're probably thinking, like, why are you picking up like a, you know, a sort of another music podcaster in your, in your territory, in, in inverted commas, but... Um, uh, you know, I, I I wanted to mention this at the top and I kind of forgot because I didn't really make a note of it, but I'm not a competitive person when it comes to podcasts at all. So, you know, I, I don't see any level of competition. In fact, I just see, uh, you know, uh, an opportunity to, to collaborate and to support one another. And, you know, um, I, I'm more than happy to to support uh, Tim and to support Justin Insight in any way I can. It's the absolute least I can do. He does a brilliant job of it and he works really, really hard on it. So make sure you go and give him some some time and some love. Go and listen to Justin Insight. Uh, again, link is in the description. And also go and check out uh, Tim's photography. He's really worked hard on this as well. He's, he's becoming a fantastic... Um, especially sort of live music photographer. He's doing some wicked portraits as well. Uh, So yeah, that's uh, just an insight. And shout out Tim Birkbeck. Right, we've developed a little bit of a pattern here because it's time to talk about um, another movie podcast. Um, And this one I kind of alluded to earlier because it was introduced to me by none other than Emma Van Dytes, one of the three hosts of Straight Outta Popcorn, which we've already talked about, obviously. Um, The podcast is called Skip to the End. Um, There is a fortnightly movie podcast and it is hosted by Ben, Mark and Gemma. Now, I don't include their surnames there because I don't actually know them. I, you know, I only know them by their first names because that's how they introduce themselves. And I think that actually really adds to the environment that they create on on Skip to the End. Um, You know, you are really made to feel like you are on first name terms with with all of them and just listening to friends uh, chatting and having a laugh about movies. Um, Now, what I love about Skip to the End and the reason they're kind of in this list um, is they really indulge the movie nerd side of me. Now, you'll know what it's like when you meet a a sort of like-minded movie fan and you fall into a kind of habit of uh, creating lists of your top three 
whatever to do with films and debating the the best work by this actor or the best work by this director um i love having conversations like that with fellow film fans where you don't feel like you have to know all the technicalities and and theories and themes like uh, you know much like i was saying earlier with straight out popcorn um and i know it's sad to kind of uh, spend loads of time creating totally pointless lists but it still feels great and um you know skip to the end have built a a show structure that really stands the test of time um it never gets boring and actually it feels more like a radio show because it is long form like a podcast usually is but they do a great job of keeping everything uh, succinct. Um, the format usually uh, goes like this. They start it off with um, top three somethings uh, within film, whether that's, you know, uh, top three. I think the recent one they did was top three worst endings, <laughs> which is fantastic. It made, made for some funny listening, that's for sure. Um, but also, you know, t- top three certain types of characters or top three debut performances, things like that. Um, then they'll quite often go into a, a sort of a main review of a big film um, in, the, in the cinema. Um, they'll do some competitions, that that's actually uh, I don't think any of the other podcasts I listen to do that on as regular anyway as, as skip to the end do um, and they do get some really cool hookups from movie studios that I'm quite often jealous of. Uh, then they'll go into uh, what's called the movie masturbate. Yep, yep, they they made that joke that you know they um they uh, they went there <laughs> um, and uh, they'll talk about their favourite film by a certain director they used to do it about actors but they've since sort of transitioned into doing it about directors and then they'll uh, have the rewatch which again is of a, a classic in inverted commas classic uh, film um, then they'll have a, a sort of a quiz or a game show which they'll maybe change up every few weeks or so and that is oh man it, it's it's never not hilarious um especially you know where they take that's kind of where they take the piss out of mark the most i mean poor mark so, sometimes he has it coming with the his god-awful pronunciation of of uh, certain names. I mean, lest we forget uh, the time he called uh, the director Francis Ford Capella, and and thought he was a woman. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they do take the piss out of Mark, and I do feel sorry for him. But sometimes he does just have it coming. And then they'll finish on uh, pop culture recommendations for any and all things in in pop culture. Now, when you actually think about it, that is a lot of stuff to cover in two two and a half hours. But they just ace it by being really concise. Um, and again, you don't have to be a movie nerd um, or, you know, a purist to listen to and enjoy Skip to the End. They're very enthusiastic about movies and, and very intelligent about it as well. But at the end of the day, they're all just mates who, who meet up every two weeks and have a cider. It's usually a brother's cider because they... For, like somehow have a hookup with brothers. I'm very jealous of them uh, for that. Um, but I believe I don't believe any of them actually work in uh, movies in any capacity. So they're, they're people that just work sort of standard nine to five jobs. And once every two weeks they'll go around. Uh, I, I believe they go around Ben's house um, and they just have a big old chat about movies and they have a cider, um, a brothers cider, I should say. Well, who am I saying? I, I, whatever cider. I'm not sponsored by brothers. I mean, I wish brothers. If you. Listening. Give me some free cider. Um, I mean, 
I would love to collaborate with Skip to the End at some point. I think I'd love to collaborate with all of the podcasts that I'm talking about today. Um, and I especially went, uh, wish that I went um, up to uh, Skip Fest, which was uh, their inaugural live event, which I believe was in Leicester, where they're based. It's a bit of a drive for me, to be honest, from the South Coast. And uh, yeah, I... Um, I just think things are going to get even bigger and better for Skip to the End. They're just one of the best movie podcasts in the UK, maybe even the world. Uh, so yeah, Skip to the End is a massively entertaining listen. Right, so that's five down and five to go. Um, I should probably uh, maybe sort of speed it up a little bit because we have already got on quite a bit and, and my mouth is quite dry. I'm drinking loads, but you can you can kind of tell like if I go... Like you can you can kind of well that that is a sneak preview of the the ASMR content coming soon on Bitch and Brew. Um, I'm only joking. That would be terrible for all of you. Um, but from skip to the end, we take a rather nice segue um, into another wrestling podcast. Uh, yes, another one. I hear you non wrestling fans going like, get on with it. It's not a real sport. Fuck off. It's real. Um, <laughs> the the next wrestling podcast I want to talk about is called uh, I Need Five. And I say it's a nice segue. Um, It's uh, relatively new. Um, They're only about five or six episodes in so far. Um, And there is a link to skip to the end because it is hosted by Ben, one third of the the current skip to the end hosting team, um, and a former skip to the end co-host who I, again, only know by first name as Adam. Um, And together, uh, they've come up with the concept of picking a legendary wrestler out of a hat and um, together discussing uh, that wrestler's top five or sort of five defining uh, matchups. Now, again, this plays up to that nerdy pastime of of making lists that I that I love dearly and and know is sad, but. God, everyone loves a list at the end of the day. Um, And I love I Need Five because I wasn't into wrestling as a kid. I've mentioned this before on the podcast. My my relationship with wrestling is quite weird and unconventional. I didn't really get into it until I was uh, 20, what, 22, 23 years old. Um, And I saw Bobby Roode, who was NXT champion at the time, uh, versus Cassius Ono in the NXT 10 at download in 2017. Um, And I absolutely fell in love with the atmosphere. And I, I don't think I actually... Um, started watching wrestling properly on the TV um, until the 2018 Royal Rumble. I watched a little bit of it here and there after SummerSlam of 2017, but I I really got into it around the 2018 Royal Rumble and the NXT TakeOver, which I believe that was in Philly that year. It was one of the best NXT TakeOvers I think I've ever seen. It was that one that had uh, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Olmas in the main event, which was just a phenomenal match. Anyway, going off on a bit of a tangent here. Um, But, you know, that 
everyone kind of gets into wrestling when they're a kid usually and I, I was aware of wrestling and and I had a mate who kind of you know rented out all the all the wrestling uh, video games when they came out from our local uh, blockbuster and so I knew about The Rock and I knew about uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and John Cena and you know Rey Mysterio, Batista, all of these um, wrestlers but I wasn't I, I couldn't call myself a fan by any stretch of the imagination um, but now I am a fan I have noticed that the abundance of wrestling that I was alluding to earlier um, is absolutely nothing uh, new there has always been so much wrestling um, and especially with the amount of uh, the amount of stuff that they give you with a WWE Network subscription it can be a little bit disorientating so uh, I Need 5 is so helpful in uh, cherry picking must see matches for me for from the likes of you know uh, Edge or Booker T. They've done Rob Van Dam as well. Who else have they done? They've done Triple H, um, and I think the most recent one they did it was uh, the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. So I now actually have some Michaels matches to go back and watch. So my only memory of him isn't that fucking god awful comeback match he had last year in Saudi Arabia. That tag match which was DX against the Brothers of Destruction. Lest lest we forget. Actually, no. Let's let's um, let's maybe forget about that match and just think about some classic Shawn Michaels matches instead. Um, I mean, I need five again. This this is just another podcasting duo, uh, Ben and Adam, who have a a great chemistry. Uh, it's perhaps a little less laugh out loud than skip to the end. They are still really funny. Um, but what's really impressive is their intelligence and their ability to be analytical about wrestling and um to do so without being like annoyingly smarky if that if that makes sense i know a lot of people might be listening to this may not be massively au fait with wrestling and go well what listen to all these podcasts doesn't that like you know shatter the illusion it's like we know that kayfabe exists like we all know but and we all know essentially that uh, you know, professional wrestling is just is just panto with super kicks, um, and and you know people being put through tables instead of having custard pies thrown in their face. Um, although I think some people have definitely been pied in wrestling in the past. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, I Need Five is just great at, um, at giving me some some iconic matches to go and, and watch back. Um, and they also do a little bit of coverage of what's going on in wrestling at the moment. So they'll give very, very honest uh, reviews of uh, sort of the big uh, pay-per-view events in wrestling. So uh, like I said, it's quite early days for them. They're doing a great job already, but uh, they're providing very uh, honest uh, match by match reviews of uh, WWE pay-per-views they've done some New Japan stuff and they've done a little bit of all elite wrestling uh, stuff as well um, so you know it's it's another great podcast to listen to um, even if you are sort of the most casual of wrestling fans um, so go and check that out it's early days so there's not that many episodes you need to catch up on uh, but I definitely recommend it it comes out monthly and it's called I Need Five Right, let's continue with the pattern and do another music one and another one that is relatively new. It's only five, six episodes in and it's another monthly podcast, so you don't have to you don't have to have the pressure of tuning in every week. Um, this podcast I'm about to talk about is called After the Show. Um, it's hosted by 
uh, friend of the podcast, Connor P. Laws, who was in fact one of the earliest ever guests on Bitch and Brew. We had him on, was it episode number five? I think that that Connor was on. This was when he was sort of one half of uh, Failure by Design Records. And now he's killing it working for uh, Big Scary Monsters. This is this is essentially the, the official Big Scary Monsters podcast. Official, unofficial, let's call it. And um, as has been mentioned multiple times on Bitch and Brew, uh, BSM is just one of the best labels in the UK. It's up there with, you know, like Holy Raw. And Holy Raw have a podcast as well. I didn't have room for it in this list, but go and listen to that as well. Um, I'm sure BSM won't mind me shouting out Holy Raw within their very own feature. But anyway, uh, yeah, Connor Laws, friend of the podcast, uh, long-time supporter of Bitch and Brew. So um, so I was very excited to, to hear that he was uh, moving into the world of podcasting himself with After the Show, uh, which features predominantly um, artists that are on the BSM roster. It only really makes sense. Um, He's had the likes of Delta Sleep and Doe and Cult Dreams on there so far. Um, he's also had some non-BSM artists, so I, I, one of the early episodes he had was with Mark from Black Foxes, again, another Bitch and Brew uh, alumnus. And, uh, oh, who else? Yeah. Oh, he had Cy Martin from um, from the excellent mental health charity Head Above the Waves on. He also plays drums in Junior, uh, which are a great sort of UK pop-punk band. Imagine that. I said great UK pop-punk band. It's mad, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but um, after the show focuses... Uh, as you may guess from the title, it focuses as much on what goes on off stage um, as it does um, on stage. And I, I say that it's not in like a, a creepy sort of stalkery fly on the wall way, um, but it's really kind of uh, nailed that balance of, of talking about uh, the band uh, and all the all the cool shit the bands are doing. Um, but you know what they what they do when they're not doing band stuff um you know because unfortunately in this day and age um being in a band just doesn't pay the bills anymore so these people these people are just normal people that have jobs um and uh, you know, it, it's really kind of, like I said, it's nailed that balance in such a short space of time. And, uh, you know, it's created a kind of atmosphere that I, I think sometimes I even, you know, try and and hopefully sometimes succeed uh, to create on Bitch and Brew. Uh, Connor is just able to uh, move the interview from, you know, band stuff and the creative process uh, to, to chats about uh, these these people's sort of day jobs just so fluidly the way he's able to transition from topic to topic um, and you know he's not intrusive in any way at all so you know the 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 conversation always feels really sort of uh, comfortable and and not awkward at any point um, and I think I think it helps where he's he's been able to work quite closely with the artist before interviewing them um, but like I said it's it's really easy to listen to and it's really really chill and it highlights the level of talent that the these artists have and and not I'm not just talking about musically here you know we're 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 talking about you know someone like Dev from Delta Sleep who when he's not creating insane sort of uh emo-y math rock on stage in Delta Sleep is like a freelance documentary director which is crazy and you know someone like Lucinda from Cold Dreams again another bitch and brew alumnus I know um but you know when when she's not uh 
tearing it up in cult dreams and nervous uh, she's uh, you know a freelance graphic designer and she runs uh, sort of the the lady fuzz artistic collective um someone like Rob Flynn as well, who was the first ever guest on after the show, Rob Flynn from The Winter Passing, who I know we've actually still not managed to get on this podcast and we've tried multiple times to get him on here uh, and we will definitely at some point. But, you know, talking about his his uh, work as a barber, it's really, really interesting stuff. And much like what I do on here, you're getting to know the human being beyond what you see on stage. Um, and I think that's something to really kind of be valued. At the end of the day, these aren't kind of the the typical rock stars these are these are just you know normal people and that's um and that's really worth celebrating through a podcast like after the show so yeah go and check that out um it's only five six episodes in and it is monthly and i'm just stoked for connor uh that the podcast has just got off to such a great start well done mate if you are listening uh, i'm really i'm really stoked for you um so yeah that's called after the show so we have been uh, following a pattern up to this point of uh, music podcast, movie podcast, wrestling podcast, music, music, movies, wrestling, m- music, yeah. Um, up to up to this point, we've been following that. Uh, I'm going to pull out my wild card at this point, but it's definitely a better wild card than the wild card rule on WWE, which, as we all should know, fucking sucks. Um, my wild card uh, in this, I, I don't know if that's even the right word to use because um, it's actually a very important podcast to talk about. Um, it's called Insane in the Men Brain. Um, it's a weekly podcast and it's hosted by the comedian Rich Wilson, who I don't actually know that much about beyond this podcast. And this podcast is actually really new to me as well. I only started listening to it a couple of weeks ago, but it's had such an impact on me that I, I needed to include it in this list. Um, but you know, I'm going to keep the chat about this one brief because I am a bit of a newbie to it. Um, nothing, nothing personal against this podcast at all. It's just, um, you know, I haven't, I haven't quite given it all the time it's deserved um, at this point. But I, I wanted to to, to showcase it because um, it it is quite simply an opportunity for people who are often in the public eye. Uh, under the spotlight, um, you know, usually funny people like comedians and actors um, to share their experiences of male mental health and to contribute to that smashing of the stigma um, around uh, male mental health, which is, um, as I've, you know, made quite clear over the over the course of 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 bitch and bruise lifetime is is something which is very close to my heart indeed um you know it's not it's not a downer of a podcast i should say that as well it's 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 very raw um and emotional um but at the same time it's still kind of it's light-hearted and it's amusing and it's it's positive above all. It further encourages conversation about sensitive matters, I think is a brilliant way to sum it all up. Um, and like I said, it, it often features people who we are used to seeing being really funny and really confident. And even if they're not confident, you know, they're part of their act. Uh, they just pull off their act sort of in a really confident manner um, on stage. You know, it's not the sort of people you'd expect to be uh, flag bearers of, of conversations around male mental health. But, uh, you know, it's got the likes of uh, Rob Beckett, uh, Tez Ilias. 
Um, uh, Reginald D. Hunter was on there recently. I'm really looking forward to listening to that episode. The only episodes I've listened to so far uh, are the ones with Scroobius Pip, who we all know from the Distraction Pieces podcast, former rapper, um, poet, actor, uh, generally just an amazing human being. And, uh, and the one with Matt Stocks as well. Matt Stocks, uh, a former DJ and um, and now host of the... Oh, no, what am I saying? Former DJ. No, he's a current DJ. What am I on about? Um, he, he is now um, a uh, also host of the, the Phenomenal Life in the Stocks podcast. Again, another podcast I just... I didn't have room for this time around, but definitely go and check it out. Um, and listening to those new episodes, it, you know, it's it's... The, the sound of, you know, it's, it's men that I'm quite often used to listening to their podcasts, but, you know, their, their chats on Insane in the Membrane and their, and their chats with Rich, who again is kind of someone who is, who is quite laddie and the kind of almost the last person you'd expect to be so open and honest about mental health. Uh, you know, the conversations that he has with people like uh, Scroobius Pip and, and, and Matt Stocks is uh, really revealing a new dimension to these men that we think we know so well um so yeah i mean i don't know if i can say much more i i i would just say go and listen to it even if you're not uh, um you know someone who feels like they're massively having any sort of mental health experiences or even you know if if you're if you're a non male i think this this would still be a great podcast to listen to um just as the noise surrounding um, awareness of male mental health gets louder um, podcasts like insane in the membrane become become more and more vital and play an important uh, role in this in this sort of ongoing mission to uh, to increase conversation around male mental health so yeah I mean that that was a bit of a, a sobering moment but um, it, it's an it's, it's a really enjoyable podcast to listen to you know like I said uh, it is about a sensitive topic but it, it, it you know it continues to be uh, it manages to be amusing is what I should say um, so yeah that is called um, insane in the men brain and that was one that only launched this year so I think there's about maybe 30-ish episodes to go and listen back to. Um, so you can maybe still play catch-up with that one. I, I would recommend the Scroobius Pip and, and, and Matt Stocks episodes uh, in particular, but that is because those are the only ones I've actually properly listened to at this point. Uh, I'm looking forward to going back and checking out more from Insane in the Men Brain. Right, so two more to talk about uh, before I go and, um, and, and quench my thirst thoroughly and uh, maybe watch some Brooklyn Nine-Nine as a reward for doing this. Um, no, I don't need a reward for doing this. Uh, I, I've, this has actually been really awesome. And if you like the, uh, the the concept of these kind of solo podcasts, you want to maybe uh, hear some, some maybe some list-based episodes because everyone loves a list, um, then then let me know uh, on, on all the socials at Bitch and Brew Pod on, on Twitter and Instagram and, you know, uh, whatever it is on on Facebook, I'll cover all of that at the end anyway. Um, but yeah, this this has been really fun. But I've only got two more podcasts to talk about uh, on this episode. Uh, let's do the final wrestling podcast. Um, and hey, you know, even if you're a, a non uh, wrestling fan, you may have found your you may have found your doorway into that into that weird and wonderful world of the graps um, through through one of the podcasts I've talked about on this episode. Um, 
I'm gonna do, yeah. This 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 last wrestling podcast that I want to talk about is you know another relatively new one. It's only about five or six episodes in again. Um, and I know I said I wasn't gonna uh, cover the last podcast on the left as part of this episode because I kind of trust you to know how brilliant that is at that point. And if you don't, well, you've been truly missing out uh, on one of the biggest and best podcasts in the world. But I couldn't do this special without mentioning the greatest voice in podcasting, in my opinion, at least anyway. Um, And that voice belongs to none other than Ben Kissel. Um, of the of the last podcast on the left team, um, um, maybe people thought I was going to say Henry Zabrowski there, who who is a man of many uh, voices, but I I fucking love Ben Kissel's voice. It's just got a tone to it that it's just it's made for podcasts. Um, and he now co-hosts a wrestling podcast on the Last Podcast Network, um, which is called Kind of Fun because wrestling is kind of fun see what they did there um yeah this is um this is kind of uh, basically ben kissel alongside uh, katie dirks who i don't actually know that much about outside the podcast i believe she works as a tv producer um but is also just kind of like a, a, a super like a wrestling super fan um but together kissel and katie um hey that has a bit of a ring to it i don't know if they do they go by Kissel and Katie? I don't think they actually do. Anyway, Ben and Katie, uh, I should say, uh, take the opp- opportunity to just kind of spaff off about their their lifelong love of wrestling. Uh, every single aspect of the uh, of the sport entertainment that it is. Um, I know that Kissel actually dabbled in in wrestling himself. He like he's uh, he did a bit of backyard wrestling. Um, I believe when he was kind of growing up and Katie is essentially a, a season ticket holder at Pro Wrestling Gorilla or PWG as you as you may know it better and I know she I know she has made a documentary about the the sort of indie wrestling superstar that is Joey Ryan um, and I haven't watched it yet but I, re- I really do need to watch it um, unlike Cultaholic and um, I Need Five I think kind of fun. It's a really enjoyable and funny podcast to listen to um, and, you know, a worthy addition to the last podcast network since it was set up earlier this year. Um, But I think unlike the two podcasts that I've mentioned already, the two wrestling podcasts, I should say, uh, you might need to go into kind of fun as an already devoted wrestling fan. And I say that because, and I mean this as no way of sort of criticism at all, just, uh, you know, the, the sort of guests they get on, it may only kind of pop you if um if you really kind of have a bit of background on them so you know the the guests they've had so far and it's early days for them but they've already had rick knox who is a a referee for for all elite wrestling and and tons of other uh, you know uh, amazing promotions as well i believe he did some ring of honor stuff which was ace um and you know indie wrestlers like casanova valentine who is this uh, guy making real waves in the uh, you know sort of stateside uh, when it comes to wrestling, particularly when it comes to the sort of hardcore deathmatch style of wrestling, which is something I gotta admit is stupid, but I love it. And he and he gives some really interesting insight into that that world of deathmatch wrestling that makes you think it you know it, it actually kind of presents an argument that that deathmatch wrestling, which you think is people just kind of stabbing each other with fluorescent light tubes and and uh, you know 
kind of suplexing onto thumbtacks. It's it's not just that. There's there's actually a lot of technicality behind deathmatch wrestling for them to be able to do it safely. Uh, so that was a really interesting episode with Casanova Valentine. Um, and they've just put out an episode actually on the day I'm recording this. I'm yet to listen to it, but they have Brody King, uh, who some people may actually know from uh, his stint in New Japan Pro Wrestling and I believe Ring of Honor as well. Um yeah, I mean this this is just this is just a great solid wrestling podcast and Katie she is like the uh sort of analytical play-by-play commentator whereas Kissel is more like a color commentator. He's obviously very busy with his uh you know work as a political um uh, commentator and his work on the last podcast on the left. So I think Katie does a lot of the research um, uh, but not to sort of undermine Kissel's contribution to, to kind of fun at all. He is, after all, one of the the best voices in podcasting. And so, yeah, this is this is just a, a really solid, enjoyable wrestling podcast. And it's early days um, and uh, very promising times lie ahead, I think, for uh, kind of fun. Um, and that's the final wrestling podcast I'll talk about today. I've got one more podcast to talk about. We started on a music podcast because this is a music podcast mostly. Um, so we're going to finish on a music podcast. And uh, if there are sort of, uh, if there was one podcast which you may have heard of out of this uh, out of this list and may have checked out at this point. Um, I would actually sort of wager that it might be this one, uh, mainly because it's hosted by the man who I would consider at this point to be the the voice of rock music in the UK, the host of the uh, Radio on Rock show, Dan P. Carter, um, when he's not doing his radio show and when he's not creating, he, he's he's an incredible uh, artist and, and, and painter, um, when he's not doing all of that incredible stuff, being a brilliant musician as well. Um, when he finds the time to to record and release episodes of his podcast, um, it is uh, sensational, truly sensational. Now, the podcast, I should actually mention what it's called, shouldn't I? That would be good podcasting, wouldn't it, Danny? Uh, the podcast is called uh, Someone Who Isn't Me, or it's abbreviated to SWIM. Um, now... Uh, Dampy Carter is is one of my biggest inspirations when it comes to forming an identity on the air and and really kind of um really kind of sticking with it and running with it and um you know he is kind of you know swim is is basically one of the key influences behind the concept of bitch and brews one of those those few podcasts that I actually listened to before I decided oh I want to have a crack at this myself um and uh, the the concept of of uh, swim is you know Dampy Carter gets to interview a lot of awesome bands as part of his his role on the Radio 1 Rock show uh, but you know more often than not when they come in and do these interviews it's it's part of a promotional run and so they don't get to indulge a lot of the topics that Dan is is really really interested in outside of the music so uh, if he has the opportunity to he'll sit down with these musicians and these artists um, after I don't know doing an interview for Radio One or doing a sort of one of the sessions at Made Avail, um, and doing a, a much sort of longer form conversation and a deep dive uh, into his guests' creative processes, um, it makes for really really 
intense but really inspiring listening when you look through the list of guests that he has had on the podcast and again this podcast has been going for for over three years now but where Dan is such a busy man that the, the podcasts are a little bit infrequent uh, so you know th- it's not absolutely unfeasible for you to go back and listen to all of them it might be a bit of a slog because each episode gets pretty heavy. Um, but you look back at the list of guests and it is just incredible. I mean, his first ever guest was Chino Moreno from Deftones. Um, and uh, I mean, I can I can actually... I My sixth sense detects that me just saying Chino's name actually gave, actually gave Brad a bit of a stiffy if he's listening to this. Um, uh, but other guests that he's um, that, that Dan's had on, on Swim include um, Corey Taylor, uh, Maynard James Keenan from Tool, uh, Laura Jane Grace, obviously from Against Me, Jake Bannon from Converge, John Dyer Baisley uh, from Baroness, but obviously uh, one thing he had, you know, John Dyer Baisley, and Jacob Bannon and and a lot of these these guests are, are is, um, sort of visual art as well. They're they're also painters or you know sketch artists or what have you. Um, other guests like uh, Kat Von D, the um, you know famous tattoo artists, uh, Perry Farrell from uh, Jane's Addiction and Porno for Pyros, um, and now a solo artist in his own right. Uh, Jazz Coleman from Killing Joke. That episode got got really really weird. He's a, he's an absolute. Uh, he he's an enigma, Jazz Coleman, but he he sure does talk a good um uh, a good weird game. Um, oh God, who else? A bit Alan Moore as well, the um the legendary uh graphic uh, graphic novel author. Um, so that that that's the sort of caliber of guests that we're talking about. And um, through this podcast, Dan is able to touch base with them on some pretty specialist subjects. Um, so not only you know their their art and their creative processes, but also uh, things like science and mysticism, uh, the occult, conspiracies, uh, politics. Um, like I said, like uh, you know, I'm I'm by no means an expert on any of these subjects, and and by the end of an episode, my head is 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 swimming, pun fully intended again. But um, through throughout these these uh, these chats, Dan remains kind of enigmatic and and cool and and just a, sort of a fascinating presence. Um, and like he does on the radio, he kind of lets his guests do the talking. He's he he's he's really he's got a really good sort of self-editing mechanism where he doesn't go off on you know mad tangents like I do. I kind of envy his self-editing mechanism, whatever's going on in his head, that just means that you know he he's got a really great sort of word economy almost. Um, Swim, swim is swim is hard work. I should say, uh, you know, it's, it's by no means some a podcast that you can just sort of stick in the background and and sort of uh, have a passing listen to. But uh, it's well worth it if you give it the the attention it deserves. Um, so that is someone who isn't me, hosted by the one and only Daniel P. Carter or Swim. Um, and as is the case with all of the podcasts that we've talked about today, you can go and listen to all of them uh, in the in the uh, description of this episode. That's what I was meaning to say. Uh, there's links to go and listen to all of those podcasts. Um, hopefully, they are all available on your podcast 
podcast platform of choice. I know they're all available on Spotify. I think most of them are available on Acast. Uh, all, all of them are almost certainly on Apple Podcasts. If you if you use that platform, I personally don't anymore because I got frustrated with it. Um, but yeah, th- those are the 10 bitching podcasts that aren't mine um, in celebration of International Podcast Day 2019, which is happening in just a couple of days' time on the 30th of September 2019, um, obviously. Uh, it'd be a bit weird if it was in 2020. I'm really, really tired at this point. It's been a, it's been a, a surprisingly long episode, this. I thought this would just be half an hour, but I really, really got into that. So, yeah, like I said, if you want to hear more episodes like this, then let me know. Uh, let me know on social media. We're on uh, Twitter and Instagram as uh, Bitch and Brew Pod. Um, and we're also on Facebook. Just search Bitch and Brew Podcast. I can't remember the URL because Facebook wouldn't let me have the word bitching in it because Facebook's annoying. Uh, join the Bitching Crew. Uh, which is the official Facebook community for friends, fans and listeners uh, of this show. We try and create a real nice atmosphere in there. It's been a, it's been a little bit hectic for me to post in there at the moment, but um you know, hopefully things will get back on back on track soon. Life's just uh life doesn't stop for anybody. That's what they say. Um of course, uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. If there's one act of kindness you do on International Podcast Day this year, uh, it's to it's to subscribe uh, to uh, the podcast so that you uh, you get notifications of, of new episodes as and when they come out. And if you're feeling super generous this International Podcast Day, then why not head over onto the Apple Podcast app and give. Uh, bitch and brew a, um, a, a a glowing review. I'm I'm not going to ask for five stars. I feel that's maybe a little bit needy. If you think I deserve five stars, then I'm not going to turn them down. That's for sure. But positive reviews really do help kind of uh, boost the the recognition of uh, DIY and independent podcasts such as this one you're listening to right now and a bunch of the podcasts I've referenced today. So um, yeah, make sure if you like them, go and subscribe, go and follow them on social media and just, you know, don't be afraid to tweet them and just, you know, show your appreciation for what they're doing. It, it really kind of goes uh, a long way. Um, and, you know, I hope that I've given you some entertaining uh, new things to go and um, immerse yourself in um, as a result of this podcast. Um, I will be back very, very soon. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping it's not another three weeks now until our next episode. I know we're quite behind on the bitch and review and we're going to, I don't know whether we're going to do like a combined August and September episode where we maybe pick five albums from each month. I think that's maybe what we should do at this point or we may even do like a full August episode and a September episode um, but don't worry our, our, our reviews of albums from the likes of, of Tool and Slipknot um, and tons of other artists which are not as big but just as good possibly um, that is all coming soon so like I say make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice um, go and follow me on social media I've said all this already I'm just repeating myself now at this point I'm really really tired but thank you very much for listening uh, it's much appreciated happy international podcast day to to podcast creators and listeners uh, around the world go and support your favourite podcasts on this, on this wonderful day of celebration um, and yeah that's about it. Thanks for listening to Bitch and Brew. I've been Danny Randon. Hail yourselves and magustalations. Oh wait, shit, that's that's not my outro.
Sorry, I realised I just stole that from last podcast. Shit, what's my outro? Oh yeah, until next time, don't forget to be loud, be kind, and be bitching. Cheers. Cheers.